0: Deandra Hodge is a DC-based illustration artist that really captures childhood innocence and black joy in her illustrations. I went to school with Deandra and just very, very excited to have her on this show. In this interview, we talk about what inspires her to create and we also discuss how she began to professionalize her career. Enjoy. Hey. How are you doing?
1: Hey, how are you?
0: Good. I don't know when the last time I saw you.
1: No, it's been like forever.
0: (laughs) How do you like, how has it been? You, you, um, you're in DC, right? Yes. What is that like?
1: Uh, well, it's, it depends. It's getting colder now, so people are wilding out a little more, <laughs> you know, like...
0: When, when you say, when you say they're wilding out, like, what are they doing? Like, shooting.
1: <laughs> but it's fine. It's, it's not anything I'm not, like, you know, not used to, but, you know.
0: um, oh, my, oh goodness, Damn. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I live, I, didn't, I didn't know it was like that there.
1: Yeah, I live, I live in kind of, like, the, um... Like not near the capital, like in the northwest side of DC. So it's a little like, you know. But I'm I'm fine. Like, <laughs> like you, you know, I know, how to, I know how to move and I know how to like you know look out for myself. So it's okay.
0: So so you so it's not like you don't feel safe.
1: Yeah, no, it's fine. Like I used to, I grew up here in DC, and then oh, Canada, yeah. So.
0: So your family, so your family's there or no.
1: I have family in Maryland. I have family kind of all over because my parents are like military. So they yeah. left home and everything. So I have family like in New York and the uh, DC area, like more so in Maryland and then Michigan, Mississippi.
0: Yeah. All so over. all in that area.
1: All in that area. Yeah. Um
0: <laughs> so I don't like tell tell me about so I don't I've like I'm trying I'm literally trying to think about when the last time I saw you because so when I graduated, I, what, so I graduated from Montevideo in 2018. What year were you when, in 2018?
1: I was, I would have been like, that would have been like kind of my junior, senior semester. My, my senior semester was like when I graduated, it was December of 2019. So, okay, yeah. So I was kind of like credits wise, probably about a junior or senior.
0: So what, what, like when you, when What was the transition from going from undergrad to I don't what is your career now? Yeah.
1: Yeah. uh, Right now I'm a I work full time as a graphic designer and part time freelancing as a kid lit illustrator. And uh, the transition was really weird because, you know, it was uh, I graduated in December and I was working at Olive Garden at the time still because I didn't have like I, I finished up my internship with Tzatziki's Mediterranean and their um, graphic design department mm-hmm. and so after that I didn't really have like a whole lot of options because it was like okay I guess this is the part where I start sending out my application and stuff but it you know Olive Garden is not really paying or like I'm not making a whole lot at Olive Garden really so um, I ended up getting this like text message from my friend Lindsay who um, was the art director at another place that I did an internship before and they were like we'd love to have you back we know you're graduate or that you've graduated so we'd love to have you back as like a, an apprentice and it was like a kind of like one of those things that was an internship that would have turned into full time employment Yeah. Had i stayed there long enough but uh the the company was great but they didn't they couldn't really pay me like they didn't have the budget to pay me like enough for me to like sustain myself and whatnot mm-hmm. so um, I would just, you know, go in every day. I would do my job and go home. And I think that was kind of when I was like, okay, is this is just what it's gonna be, like the, until I die. Like,
0: <laughs> no, no, that's yeah, yeah. So, you, yeah. so you like, you were like, you had gotten a at that point. You were like, is this the routine that I have to deal with? Like, yeah, it's it's like depressing.
1: Yeah, like get up early and then like commute and you know work and then come home and. I guess go to the gym make dinner and go to bed like and so I was like okay well I need something else and so I was like okay I, I drew a lot when I was in high school and like you know for fun while I was in college you know and I would post it sometimes on Instagram or Twitter and so I was like maybe I should like start drawing a little bit more again because I think like you know with how stressful my senior semester was I kind of like just let it go to the wayside. So I was like, okay, I got to focus on my degree yeah, and yeah. design and, and getting better at that. So I can land, actually land a job. And so I like, while I was still working my internship, I would like, you know, if I had free time, I would draw something and then I would, you know, upload it to my computer, like, and then like kind of digitize it and use like a digital program to kind of do the outline and the coloring in and stuff. And, and I'd be like, okay, I guess I'll just post this on Online. And then um, I guess like the the big moment for me, as far as like when my illustration started to kind of take off, was when yeah. I had like some fan art of this show that I binged um, earlier on in like 2020, uh, Love is Blind. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I binge-watched it, and just like everybody else, I fell in love with, like, the, you know, Cameron and, and Lauren's. I adored them, so I drew, like, fan art because I'm a fangirl at heart. <laughs> <laughs> and I posted it, and by the end of the day, like, Cameron liked it, followed me. Lauren, oh, wow. And then Lauren also liked it and retweeted it on Twitter. So I was, like, kind of blowing up. And then, yeah, and I was like, okay, that's cool. Like, you know, I can keep you know, drawing and stuff and like get recognition because I feel like at the core, a lot of artists just kind of want recognition. for the Yes. To do things. So it's like yes. a little bit self-indulgent for me. But, you know, who doesn't love a little
0: self indulgence? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Especially like all of the all of the work that you put into it and all of like the stress that it took to get for you to get to that point to where you were like, OK, I'm just I want to just make this art and just put it out there. Yeah. Like, I have, I have to say, like, I don't like, you know, 2020 was a mess. We still, it's still a mess, still a mess. <laughs> but I'll, I'll have to say, like, really, like, seeing your, seeing your posts, like, every day, um, and, like, seeing, like, the, 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 ve- the development of your, like, art. And you're kind of like aesthetic. It's been so encouraging for me, cause it's like it's like seeing it, like it's like I'll get on Instagram and I'm and I'll see like you know a a, a, a drawing that you did, and I and i be like oh let me go see what else she done did, cause I haven't seen her in a while. So I'll, I'll I'll go and I'll just snoop on your page, and I'm just like oh my god, like she's just she's keep she keeps producing work, and that's like I don't know, it's just like seeing for me seeing other artists continue to like produce work it just motivates me so that's why I wanted you to come on this on my on my show because I'm like you've been somebody that has motivated me yeah
1: that's so that thank you so much that means so much to hear coming no
0: from. yeah like, Th- thank you for like your art like yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god
1: yeah like even like you know and like you it, back at you like seeing your posts and like seeing like your podcasts and like you know, seeing, like, the posts that you do, like, I love, like, just reading and learning about things that I never even, like, really knew about, like, Black culture before, as a Black person, even, like, you know, just, like, reading and learning more, and then, like, just seeing, like, your, of course, your iconic outfits, like, I think I did something, like, last February so about a year ago where it was like a um like a rag, a guy wearing a do rag, and it had like these clouds in it. and it was like kind of you know inspired by like a post of yours that I um, saw it's like it's like okay why don't I I don't it was like a, it was just like a random idea like one of those little like it doesn't really make that much sense but imagination you know yeah. As, like, kind of like a guy in a rag, but like there's just this sky pattern in it that kind of looks like it's a portal into like some other world oh. so,
0: So you draw like a multiple kinds of thing. You you do the fan art. You do a lot of like, you know, you did the Shakiri post. You do other like, I guess like cultural icons. You you did Harry Belafonte, right? Yes. 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 (laughs) I remember. Yeah, I was like, I was like, yes, I love it. What (laughs) what kind of goes into you picking certain figures to draw?
1: Uh, Well, a lot of it is, you know, I am just inspired by, you know, I guess, inspired by the things that inspire me. That sounds, that's redundant. But (laughs) like, you know, I, I think growing up, um, I was, you know, I'm a fangirl at heart. And growing up, I, you know, would watch like a lot of anime and like a lot of fantasy genre things. And I think part of what, made me want to start drawing was wanting to insert myself and people Mm -hmm. look like me into those you know environments because I you know I just didn't have that really coming up like I think The Proud Family and Static Shock are like maybe the the only two shows that I really watched where I saw like you know people like myself people like my brother you know and but then, like, you know, being an anime fan and like being black, it's like, okay, this is really cool. But it was also not super common, or at least I won't say it wasn't common. A lot of black people loved, loved anime back in like the, you know, 2010s, like mm-hmm. before the 2010s and everything. We just weren't like super vocal about it because we didn't want to get made fun of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, um, you know, it started out with like me making like original characters for like Naruto or something that were like black and had braids and were like ninja, like Naruto running. With their hands behind their back, like yeah. in the forest, and all the other characters, and like, um, and like that just kind of started me like looking, like looking for inspiration in my own culture, you know, in my own Black culture. Like, okay, what else can I bring to like this world? Like, what can I take that's already been like done and like insert into like this fantasy world of mine that I've created?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I would you know watch older movies that like my parents had and like watch older shows like good times and what's happening uh because they had like the box sets and everything like yeah and you know even going to like my grandma's house and you know hearing her talk about harry belafonte and how fine he was and yes like
0: you
1: know and and so (laughs) it just led to like like just being so inspired by like things that they've done and just being like I want to like capture that essence
0: yes
1: and like the but and so I would just like draw these people and I think that's one of the strengths of my work is I'm a really good portrait artist yes because I love to capture like the essence of a person and like their emotions and their joy and capture that because it's like it's like it's like catching like a lightning bug in a bottle for me almost like I want to feel mm-hmm. that, I want to, like, remember how that feels and everything, especially during 2020, because 2020 was rough for everybody, but, like, it was, I mean,
0: it's, like, it's ongoing, like, we still, you know, we're still dealing, but, yeah, yeah, especially, yeah, with that, well, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you up. No, no, no,
1: you're fine, um, because, like, 2020 was probably when I was the most, like, once the pandemic started, was, like, I was the most, like, mentally unhealthy I have ever been, I like was freaking out about like mm-hmm. like are, is my family gonna be safe? Am I gonna get sick? Like mm-hmm. I I get this job offer in Washington D.C. and like Alabama shuts down, no travel. Like am I even gonna be able to go to D.C. to like you know take this job? I need this job. I need money. Like and I don't want to stay in Alabama. Yeah. Like I, I like I, I like you know I want to go out and like you know go to a city and like you know you know, go back home to DC. Cause I always said I would do that. And like, it might not even happen. And then finally, like I was able to, like my mom and I packed up a truck and like just drove cross country and found this rinky dink apartment. <laughs> and, and then like, she left the next day and I was like, Oh my God, I'm like here. In Alone, a new city by
0: myself. And, yeah.
1: By myself. I have to take care of myself now. And like, you know, being like you know scared like I don't really know my way around this area like what if I get lost What if I get kidnapped no one's gonna know I'm gone because no one's at home waiting for me and (laughs) and then like on top of that there's a fucking pandemic (laughs) like and sick. my mom just like drove like and we had to like make stops and like you know um go into like gas stations and stuff to get supplies did she get sick is she gonna get sick is she gonna get my dad and my brother sick um like are we like you know like that and then like just the like I had so much anxiety and and then like the George Floyd um yeah. happened and Breonna Taylor happened and Ahmed Aubrey happened and everything with like the protest happened in I'm in DC in the midst of it like
0: yeah. oh and, yeah
1: and like I didn't really know like what I could do because I didn't want to go to a protest because like I said I didn't have any friends here in DC so if I went I was like if something happens to me no one's gonna like be able to contact like my 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 mom and like my brother and everything so I was like okay how can I use my art to try to you know to try to make sense of everything and so Mm -hmm. I made a few posts of like just what I was feeling Mm -hmm. and like I didn't really care about like hashtags or like recognition I just wanted to like do something. had a lot of feelings I need to get out and so you know and you know like I said like all of that happening in 2020 like I finally went to therapy after all of that because I had so much anxiety I couldn't really like you know function really like at work or even in my art so I started using my art as therapy In a way, and I started to like look at things that made me happy, that brought me joy, like going back to and watching anime, you know, like My Hero Academia, watching older movies like Eve's Bayou is my favorite movie,
0: Mm. like
1: rewatching that and and um listening to like my favorite old songs like by SWB. Like, I always listen to SWB when I have a deadline. about time it's about time album is always like on loop when I have a deadline coming up and I was just like I just want to draw like after what happened this like the summer 2020 like I just want to draw like things that make me happy and black people that are happy and black people that have joy Mm -hmm. so I can kind of keep this log of like you know of just us and like yeah the range of emotions that we can have and just like us being happy and joyful and carefree is and just like stuff that I didn't really you know see a lot when I was growing up you know and so it's kind of like I guess healing my inner child in that way
0: that's like I like I just connect with everything you said because you're like you it shows like how healing what no matter what kind of art you do oh I got something right here sorry (laughs) (laughs) no matter what kind of art you do it's like you it's healing it's like and it's like healing work that you're doing and it's and it's very important that you recognize that you're healing your inner child because that's I feel like that's the only way that we can like cure generational curses is to like really do that do this extra work that we have to do to like cuz we don't we didn't come out in the womb with those tools to kind of like you know cure that trauma and i think it's great that you know you're going through therapy and yeah it sounds like that it's allowing you to really like really tap like tap into those things and like reflect on it like that's that's what therapy's done for me so yeah yeah, and I, I want to say, like, yeah, I think that's what continues to attract me to your work is how you capture Black joy. Because it's like we, like you said, you I mean, you didn't grow up with it. I I didn't really grow up seeing joy that often. And so, yeah, I think it's, and there's something like, it's Black joy, and then you also capture, like, this, like, childhood innocence almost so it's like that mix of like it's like it's um, it's like nostalgic but it's like I this isn't nothing I experienced but it's like I want to experience it now and so see (laughs) like whatever you post it's like it that feeling just come like comes to me yeah 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 And, and that
1: definitely goes into like um me working as a kid lit illustrator, I think that's something valuable that I can bring to like the publishing industry, especially is you know, being able to, and because I feel like as an illustrator, you know, of course, like representation matters and it's on us as illustrators to make sure that, you know, children feel represented across the board. Like there are books that like, I'm working on a book right now where it's like, I made sure to have a lot of different, you know, children, they're like, you know, uh, what's it, middle, middle school age, like having a lot of different children, different body types, racial backgrounds, um, like different heights, different styles of clothing, maybe even in like different religions and having to make sure to like put that in the book, because, you know, I, I just feel like that's something that's something I take very seriously as an illustrator It's like, okay, this is, you know, like the, the buck stops with 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 me, I am going to make sure, like, I can do my part to make sure every child doesn't have to grow up kind of like I did, where we didn't see ourselves, you know, or where I didn't see myself, you know, and and my joy. I want other kids to also see themselves and, and see their joy and see their, you know, emotions in in the books that they read. And so,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. And so. Could you, could you remind me, like, okay, so you, so is doing the kid illustrations is is that your side job or is that your main job
1: it's I guess as far as how much time I spend on it um I'm tending I'm technically just like part-time like freelancing for that so yeah so
0: and so your main job is
1: graphic design and then
0: so what how like how does that because I don't I don't know how that goes so like do you like work with a firm or do you just kind of like find a company to work with and yeah. You know.
1: for graphic design I work um, at like at a at an agency so um, I'm employed full-time as a graphic designer so I work Monday through Friday you know from 9 45 to like 6 my time and so I I do that but I also get up at five o'clock every day from five to about 9.45 and I work on whatever project I have with my, with my agent. Um, I, I, I have an illustration agent. Um, her name's Christy. She's the best. Uh, (laughs) shout out to Christy. uh, Shout out to Christy. Um, she's my agent and she, um, and, uh, the, the agency, the illustration agency is called, um, (laughs) Is called the cat agency, C-A-T, the cat agency. And so she's my, she represents me um, for them. And she's the one that does like pretty much all the, all the grunt work that I don't want to do, like reaching out to publishers or publishers will reach out to her about like, Hey, we want Deandra on this project. Here's the timeline. Here's how much we can pay. Here's what all we need from her. And she'll be like, Hey, this is what they said. Do you want to take it on? It's a lot of work, or I think it will be really fun for you. And I let her know like, yes or no, or yes, but can you get them to up the price? Um, Yes. Can you get them to like, you know, extend the deadline? Cause I still have like my, my full time work and everything. And, um, And so usually it's like, I'll, I'll take like a couple projects, like a year, you know, maybe if there's like a short term, like quick project that I can take on like a magazine spot or something like a, like an illustration for a magazine that's just a one off thing or, Like for Rebel Girls, it was just like a one page illustration that appears in one of their books, something which is like something that's pretty short term, maybe like one or two months worth of time. Uh, And then there's like longer, longer, uh, longer term projects like uh, books, those projects I can't really talk about (laughs) because I'm on NBA, but like I've been working on those books for like the last like year, almost year so it's been like a lot of you know work behind the scenes work i haven't even posted so all the work you see on my instagram feed is is actually just like it's just like you know doodles and stuff i do for fun and i've only yeah. posted like maybe one project that i've actually done like for like that's actually been published so that's instagram.
0: when i'm trying to wrap my head around like all the like all of the work that you do you have your full time job you have the illustration that you do freelance work for and then you have your your uh social media presence that you produce work for and so it's like how do you organize all of that
1: uh it's been it's a lot of it is just like the 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 drive that I have to draw it's like the one thing that like kind of just makes me feel the most like myself so I kind of just like have to do it like it's it's like it's something I have to do I have to draw you know I have to um you know if I have like if I see like a like a cute kid on my way to the grocery store and like an adorable outfit it's like oh my god I have to draw that kid when I get home if I can remember what they look like I have to draw that kid or something like that kid or you know it's just like what I do to um it's just how I express myself like I I um have a hard time like you know expressing myself in words so I feel like I can only really express myself in like you know pictures and drawing and everything and you know aside from all that floopy stuff I just said it is a lot of like time management
0: <laughs> yeah um, you yeah know. the fact that you say you you get up at five to work on the stuff that you want to work on before you got to go to work yeah. yeah, yeah. And-
1: and if um and if you've noticed like on my feed right now it's been a little dead because i'm finishing up my uh one of my book the long, one of the long term projects up trying to get that done like within the next couple days so i that it's like a delegation of like um things to like i have to okay like no personal art for the next couple weeks so i can focus on getting this deadline done i'm um, um, i want to you know i know exactly
0: what you're talking about cuz i'm currently working on two projects and yeah, trying to get, trying to get those done. And then also just trying to do school stuff. So yeah, Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: Yeah. A lot. And I think just how much I like effort I put into like this side of, of like my, my life just really solidifies, like, this is what I like am here to do. Like I I have to keep doing this. Like no matter Mm -hmm. what, Graphic design job I have I have to keep doing this.
0: (laughs) How do you stay motivated? Like you, I mean, you you say you know you you have to do this, and I'm just thinking about. I mean, would you say that your your art took took off? You know, in 2020, and Mm -hmm. you know you said that you know this was a time where your mental health was not really you know you you weren't really well. So it's like even with all of that going on, and then with us still being in this pandemic, like what, I know there's the drive, but like what, what, how do you stay motivated? I'm just, I, I guess I'm asking that for myself and then other creatives too.
1: I think for me, just seeing how much like my life has changed since I started posting my art online. Like I've made so many illustrator friends Um, online I've you know been recognized for my work I've gotten to work on a lot of great you know clients and I got an agent and I'm getting like really like cool work to work on and so I think just seeing how much like how many opportunities like not even just like the opportunities but just like the just like how right it feels and just seeing how my art has like affected other people like people like leaving comments like I, I think the the boba girl boba shop girls that I drew recently like a lot of you know black girls like oh my god I feel so seen I love boba I love going to get boba with my friends I'm like I wish I had like <laughs> you know like a girlfriend to go get boba with all my friends live in different places and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and stuff and you know and especially like on on Twitter like I've made a lot of great you know art friends and we talk about like, oh man, like sometimes I just feel like I can't create anything or nothing I create feels good. And you know, does anybody else feel like that. And just like feeling like that, that re that reassurance. Cause not every, like, I know for me, even like today, I'm having a bit of a bad art day. Like nothing I'm drawing looks right at all. Mm. And it's not paid work. So it's like that's a problem. Mm. But um just like knowing that, okay. All artists have struggles. Every creative has struggles with like feeling motivated. And sometimes that's like okay too, because like creativity is such an, like sometimes it's like this elusive thing that you like feel like just kind of comes and goes. But like that, that, like that thing in you never really goes. But some like it's something you have to keep. It's like something I feel like you have to like nurture within yourself, like with your mental health and everything. So sometimes yeah. if if I am just having like a bad mental health day that's going to affect my art and so I'm like yeah. okay maybe I should just not put down the tablet put down the, the pencil in my sketchbook and maybe I should just go for a walk if it's warm you know <laughs> go for a walk or maybe yeah. I should do something else like those dishes are not going to get done if I don't do them so I should probably go do my dishes or- I'm
0: triggered. So <laughs>
1: <sick of> it. <laughs> like, just, like it's just me here it's not gonna get done unless I do it so I better go do it um maybe I should call my mom or call up one of my friends and like you yeah.
0: know
1: you know just treat my treat myself you know just like do other things that make me happy and then and then the creativity like the motivation will come back and you know and so I think part of how I stay motivated is knowing that I don't always have to be motivated. Like mm. it's not. It's not so. Um, like it's not like you know make or break. Like it's gonna come. Like it's gonna come back. It's not just gonna like leave me. You know the, the motivation, the creativity is not gonna leave me. My ability to draw will not leave me.
0: Yeah.
1: Might not be having a you know great day today. So yeah. Just step away from for from it for a bit and then come back to it later whenever you are feeling motivated. Yeah. Um, of course, like if there's like you know if you like losing interest in like what you like like your hobbies and stuff that is a sign of that could, that is a potential sign of depression so if that is prolonged definitely go and get you know some like go and like seek out help you know with therapy and everything but if it's just like a you know just like a like you know you you can't you know ugh, I don't know what I'm saying now <laughs>
0: no no no, I, no I'm listening I'm listening
1: but yeah you know like um like it's not the end of the world if you just have like no motivation um or no inspiration to like make art and to produce art um you know like for a day or maybe for like a week like maybe you need to you know maybe that's like a sign that you need to like you know work on your on yourself you know Mm. like relax just be a person you're not a machine we're not machines um we're in a pandemic things are weird That too. <laughs> it's, weird
0: it's, just <laughs> it's just like.
1: <laughs> you said what now? It's a weird
0: time to be alive. <laughs> it is, and it's it's that's that's why I find it so cool that, I mean, even for me, it's like I've really came into my creativity during the pandemic. Like it's just <laughs> odd that something like this would. Well, I guess it makes sense because it's like you know this crisis is happening, and then it's like, okay, how do I, like, make sense of this, and how do I get, how do I share, like, what I'm feeling with, with everyone, Yeah,
1: Yeah, because I feel like artists, like, we're storytellers, you know, we, we capture the, like, we're the ones that are here, we're, we're seeing, like, what's going on, and we're taking that in, and we have our thoughts, and we have our feelings, and we put that into our work, and that's, like, a time capsule, you know, like, we, 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 that's something that we can share to like younger generations. Like I can, I guess if Instagram is still a thing by the time I have grandchildren, I'd be like, yeah, this is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> <It's wild>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, like that's, I think that's, you know, like just creatives of every, of every type, you know, writers, um, you know, visual artists, actors, singers, you know, we, like that that's that's why like our work is so important is because it it really like you can read it in a history book and that's great like you know reading about it in a history book or like just hearing someone tell you what happened but like the the essence of the experience I feel like is captured in like the art that we make and the things that we you know take account of like pictures and 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 just like you know journal entries you know drawing drawings that we make, you know, poems that we write about the experience, songs that we write, many like, you know, like animations that we might do. Like it's so it it's important for that. Like we are the storytellers of our generation essentially. And it's
0: when did you start recognizing that your art, like besides the stuff, besides the graphic design stuff that you do for your 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 actual job. When did you start note- like recognizing your, your art as work?
1: Uh, so there was one time I made like this uh, when I was like in college, I made like a sticker sheet of just like little black girls and like, you know, cute little hairstyles and stuff. And I put it on Redbubble and I posted that I made it on Twitter and it got a little bit of traction or I guess more than I was used to at the time but there was someone that like commented under it. Like my daughter loves this sticker. Whoa. Like I'm them for my daughter right now. And she like, <laughs> she, she loves it. She says it looks just like her. And I was like, Oh my God.
0: <laughs> that's so, Oh, that's amazing.
1: And then, and then I guess on a, on a more serious note, um, in like the summer of 2020, I made like a like, two pictures of, like, just these two Black kids, like, a, a one boy and one girl, and it was, like, on a dark background, and um, I think that was, like, the post where I was really, like, getting my feelings out about, like, what was going on and how I was feeling, because there was, like, I guess, like, discourse about, like, oh, I don't like that Nickelodeon, put, like, a, you know, nine minutes of just, like, some guy breathing, like, scarily mm. on the TV, like, it, like my child doesn't need to learn about this and it was like you know non-black people like complaining about this and I'm just thinking like yo I've been like aware of this since I was like very young mm-hmm. like since I was like ever since I was little like I, I like I was born in Germany because my parents were in the military I was like mm-hmm. the only me and my brother my family we were like the only, one of the few black families in our German school and everything so I've always been aware that I am different from everybody else or from like most other people in my in my surroundings and it's just like. I've always been aware, I've been aware of that difference since I was five, when I was 13, was like when I really understood like, okay, there are people out there who wouldn't want to harm me because of this, because when I was like 12 or 13, that was when I think the Trayvon Martin um, situation had happened. And like, that was was a really hard time for me. And I'm sure for every other black person, black kid, especially, And so like, that's what I wrote in that post. I was like, I was like, I've known of like, this is what I've grown up feeling. And I feel like if I could learn about that at that young age, your child should be able to like, know that that's how other children are, you know, feeling and how other people, like what other people are experiencing. So, you know, just shut up and listen. (laughs) Like, just shut up and listen to us. And there was, I think, a, um, a mother um I think I think she was I think it was a, a white mother who commented and she was just like this was very like I guess eye-opening to her mm-hmm. and like because of like she she like knew of course about like you know I guess as much as she could like knew about like you know racial differences and stuff but like I guess my post uh, according to her was like the first time she ever really kind of looked at it from that lens like okay so from a young age y'all are always aware of that like yes we are (laughs) always aware of it and it's like it kind of made me angry in a ways I'm like how is it that you don't understand that but it's like I guess if my post is like the you know my post talking about my experience is like the first time you kind of recognize it I guess that's doing more good than harm.
0: Yeah.
1: So it's a net net win I guess for for, for me personally, it's like, okay, I, I guess I could educate people.
0: Yes. You know, in yeah. That.
1: So that was kind of when I, a, another poignant moment where I was like, okay, this, this has like significance for people. This, like what I'm doing ha- is like significant and it matters. And I think in a time where I was like, really, where a lot of us were feeling like we don't matter, you know, and just feeling like so disposable, it was really cathartic. Mm-hmm. Also. And so yeah, I'd have to say both of those moments. One very heavy, much heavier than the other.
0: Yeah.
1: And the one that was just like, oh, cute. <laughs> That's
0: great. <laughs> what advice would you give to creatives out there? So people who are pursuing their creative creativity actively and people who are like still on the fence about whether or not they can, you know, actually go forward with, you know, that project that they they've been saying they wanted to do for the longest. You know, what what advice would you give?
1: I would just say just do it. Like just find, you know, find the time, you know, try to make the time. Don't overexert yourself, but like just do it work on it a little bit at a time and you know, don't worry about like, oh, like this has been done before it's like no one's seen your version of it though Mm. and you know that that that's what I that's what I want to see from you know other artists like I want to see your take on this I want to see I love seeing like you know even if it is the same thing maybe you do this a little differently maybe you draw this a little differently maybe you have a different vibe going on with it I love that I want to see it give me more (laughs) like you know maybe maybe it is like maybe um like I think I saw one artist, I cannot remember the name, um, but she did like a retelling of Little Red Riding Hood. The Little Red Riding Hood was a little girl with a red hijab,
0: and mm.
1: that's like I want to see that. Like that, like that's really like that's really cool. Like I want to see like your experience and your your life through these things that you create. It's like like I said, it's like storytelling, and I want to hear other people's stories. So just you know, make it and put it out there. And, you know, don't worry about it, you know, being perfect. There's always time to perfect it later, but just like having that, you know, just, you know, it's, it it's, it's important. Like people are going to want to, you know, see themselves in your work and, and hear what you have to say and it, and it matters. And that's the great thing about social media is that, you know, you can, you know, you can put your stuff out there and people will, you know, see it and take it in and, you know, and I think that's a really beautiful thing. And like, you can have your your work out there, and it's. I feel like I'm rambling, <laughs> and you know, yeah, like, just. I sound like Shia LaBeouf. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Just make well,
0: it. Well, <laughs> I I ask like I every every person I ask that question to, they always say just do it, and sometimes it's like that that might that might be even though it's like everybody says like that same phrase
1: yeah
0: you know it just might hearing it hearing it over and over and over that just might be what people need to hear like even when I asked like I was I was talking to someone about like how they started their business I was like, okay yeah what advice would you give me on you know starting a business they said just do it that's like that's like the best advice that anyone has ever continue to give me is just do it
1: it's just like the dishes in the sink no one's gonna do it you have to do it <laughs> it has to be you that's
0: so very true. yeah. very true
1: and it doesn't have to be like all at once it can be a little bit at a time but
0: are you, you know, still going thing. with the dish metaphor because it's the, it's good yeah it you, you it do a little bit at a time yeah, yeah. a
1: little bit at a time and it'll get done
0: <laughs> yeah no that's true Mm-hmm. I'm still okay. When you said she did little low Red and then she had the hijab, I'm like, okay, I want to do little Red with a red do rag. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she she gonna Lil' Red's just gonna be from the hood. Yeah. That's
1: and little red doesn't even have to be a little girl. Little red could be a little boy too.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's how I would do little red. <laughs> I
1: think- I think I did like a um because like I said I grew up in Germany so I did like some uh I was working on it for a while I had to put it on the back burner but it was like my version of Han- uh, Hansel and Gretel uh-huh. and like the candy witch I think she was just like this like this light-skinned lady but she had like this cotton candy hair like textured and everything Ooh. and
0: you should like <laughs> later so later down your career I I feel like you should try to like do like live action versions of your illustrations like i would love to see like how some like i want to see like the cotton candy here like that would just that sounds amazing
1: i'm not trying to dress up as her for for halloween i definitely need a poster again do it <laughs> just do it <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm, mm. so okay where do you see your career taking you like what's where do you where do you want to go with your art?
1: I want to eventually, um, once I get like a solid idea set, uh, have my own uh, graphic novel, perhaps a series, um, and be working hopefully full time as an illustrator, and especially full time like doing, you know, my graphic novel idea. I've come up with a couple of ideas, but I want to like you know, make sure that the writing is pretty solid for that, and also you know dip my feet into working on other projects as well cuz i think i'm i'm so young in my career right now that it's like okay i kind of just want to like work in the industry but eventually i definitely want to be like okay time to do my own stuff now and put that out there cuz mm-hmm. i have like i have stories i have experiences that i want to share and you know wanting to to like have something that i could just be like yeah this is my idea my concept my writing my illustration like this is, this is me, this is what I have to share, you know, in this industry, and yeah, uh, eventually just have my own graphic novel, maybe, perhaps a series, hopefully, I can come up with something that can be, like, a series, or even just a one-off thing, but that's, that's the one thing I want to do, yeah, is well, do
0: that. all I can say is good luck, and just keep, keep doing, keep doing you, because it's obvious, like it, I told you how it's affected me It's you're obviously like affecting other people and reaching other people in ways that you probably weren't expecting so just keep at it like I'm I'm and I'm very I, I don't know if this means anything but I'm very proud and excited for you
1: Aww. yeah
0: <laughs> yeah okay coming from you. I look up to you a lot. <laughs> I I oh okay. I'm I don't cons- I don't consider myself a role model, but
1: <laughs> you you just have so much like to give and I I love to take it in. So Oh
0: okay. Oh, well thank that. you.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you.